no, I don't need this. I don't want this. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not understanding this deck. I, uh, it doesn't work. I don't have my, anything in my hand that's functional. My deck? Yeah, the one you did. Oh, if you don't have the pieces by, like, turn three, just retreat. <laughs> what like, pieces? Uh, anything to play? You're going to want... I, you really don't have to play a lot the first couple of turns. The goal is to get... I mean, if the deck works appropriately. That's that's the big thing. The the whole goal behind the deck when I built it was to have Kingpin kill Nimrod on turn six after I shuried Nimrod. Like that that was the whole point of building the deck. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm not always gonna have Kingpin, so I need some other ways to destroy Nimrod. You shouldn't really destroy anything before turn six. Uh, Iron Fist is actually handy because you can get into some some hard to reach places. Um, I actually won my final match of a conquest because I was able to Iron Fist Negasonic Teenage Warhead into Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, that's nice. Um. That, you know, there's, it's it's just a, a grab bag of move-ish cards and destroy cards, and the goal is to just have some some wacky fun times. But if you can, Shuri turn four, Nimrod turn five. Well, okay, Kingpin turn three, Shuri turn four, Nimrod turn five, Ghost Spider, and another destroy card on turn six. Or Carnage and and Venom. Or or Carnage and Venom, yeah. Or Carnage and Deathlock. Yeah. Or Venom and Deathlock. But I I solely built the deck with the idea that I am going to build a deck that kills Nimrod with Kingpin. It was the whole whole thing. And I took it into a proving ground. And I didn't get the uh, Ghost Fighter Nimrod to go off, but I thoroughly fucking trounced the guy. Like, it wasn't even close. I'm like, okay, well, let's try. You know, I got a silver ticket. Let's let's go. Let's go play silver. And uh, I did get it to go off in the first game, and the guy just uh, quit, like on the spot. First game, first match in silver. I pull it off, and the guy just fucking concedes i'm like okay well that's i i want it it's one of the few times where i wish the game had a chat because i'm like do you understand how rare this is but uh yeah so i i ended up winning that silver conquest and was like cool another gold ticket so then i was like well i've i've won Proving Grounds, I've won silver, let's go to gold. And I ended up winning three gold matches in a row. Now, I will not take that deck into Infinity, because I only have a handful of Infinity tickets, and I am not wasting them on some goofy-ass half-baked, half uh, let's-just-see-if-I-can-make-something-funny uh, deck. Uh, 
that's that's not what I'm using my Infinity tickets for. I will disagree about the quality of that deck. I mean, it's fun, but so I've played it's... six. I've played six Infinity tickets worth of games so far. I have not completed it once, and the meta in Infinity is way more like tournament decks than even what you see on the ladder. Like the whole goal is consistency. I mean, unless you run into a whole lot of Sarah control, like every match, because that's what it feels like I'm running into. I managed to get high evolutionary. Nice. He's a lot of fun. I'm so tired of him. Was running a uh, location lockdown. Yeah. Deck with him. Wasp, Sunspot, Nebula, Daredevil. Daredevil was my choice because like, they had something else. Yeah. Uh, Storm, Cyclops, high, high evolutionary thing, Professor X. Uh, Spider-Man, Doom, and Hulk. Okay. And the, the having the Daredevil out is the big difference. Oh yeah, yeah. If you have Daredevil, then I can guarantee a lane almost with a uh, with uh, Professor X or Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Has the new system taken effect yet? Not yet. When's that happen? I believe next week. Mm. I am super unhappy with that system. I think it's garbage. So I am in the minority the, and I know that. Where's that actually happening? Like, where's you, the list of what's happening with it? Do you know? If you go to the news tab in the game, uh, it was the second article down that explains it. And I, I can walk you through it right now if you want. <laughs> I don't I don't like it either. I'd rather open up chests and get titles, avatars, chance for I just got five hundred tokens from the one I just opened. Right. Uh I'd much rather have that than a better chance to get a freaking variant, basically. Well, so the variants don't come in unless you have all the cards already that are featured in the chest. Or if you have some of the cards, those cards in the first pool of chest will be replaced by their variant. Well, I'm, I'm complete up to pool four, I think. I think I have everything... Uh... Everything in pool four. I know I have pool three, so. I'm missing nine cards. Uh, collection. Like I broke, I broke down the math on Twitter and the, the sheer credit cost to guarantee you get the new card that week is astronomical. So what, um, 
Like there's spotlight caches, but is the spotlight cache right. different for every person? So no, the spotlight cache will be set at the beginning of a season. You will know the schedule. Sorry. I or, don't have snow guard from pool four. You will know what's in the spotlight cache every week at the start of the season. Okay. Um, inside those caches, there'll be the season, the pool four, pool five, the new card, and then a random pool four, pool five. You have a 25% chance to pull each one the first time. So if you already have the card, because not they're not releasing four cards a week. So if like, for example, here, Null is in the picture. So right. if I already have Null, then I get the variant automatically if Null is the card that pops? Yeah, so if you pull that, that chest and it, Null would have been your card, you'll get the limited time exclusive variant of Null. Yay. I don't see how this is much worse than what we have right now. Okay. Are they, are so, they getting rid of the other tokens then? So you're going to you're going to get a fuckload less tokens. That's what I'm upset about. Where does it say that though? How if you look at the graphics in the bottom right corner of the graphics, it shows you these are the average credits that you get. These are the average collectors tokens you get per month. And if you look, there is no gold and there are less than half the number of collectors tokens in the in the collection rewards. You'll basically be able to buy one 6,000 cost card a year. Yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. The other problem is, if you do the math, spotlight caches appear every 10 reserves. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's 480 collection level. Now, if you're able to use just common quality cards to get your 480 collection levels, number one, kudos to you for having 480 cards at uh, common, uh, but that's 12,000 credits. Now, I'm willing to wager, at least of the four of us, I probably have the most cards at common quality. I have 121. At common quality? At common quality. Because you want to leave them there? Because I split them once, and then I don't split them again. I'm, I'm banking them. Yeah, I believe you have 121 more than I do. Yeah. Yeah, so, I use them as I give them. So those 121 common cards, I could spend 25 credits piece and get a spotlight or a, yeah, a spotlight cash. That is a 25% chance at the new card in a week. Then I got to spend 50 credits per collection level for the rest of the way. If I did this in a week, I would spend 21,000 credits if I had to pull all four caches to get the new card. They're basically making it, you're going to have to spend real money on gold and tokens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and you're going to have to really purchase the deals they put out just 
anti it, like it's a complete 180 from the way the game has been so far yeah looking at the collection here i'm missing seven cards i don't have snow guard from pool four i don't have galactus howard the duck jeff kang silk or living tribunal there's only seven cards then you are further along than me sir i really would like to have jeff uh let's see unarmed i'm at 14. let's see i don't have howard i don't have snow guard i don't have master mold i don't have jeff uh I don't have Stegron, I don't have Iron Lad, I don't have Kang, I don't have Tribunal, I don't have Galactus. Two, I got Stegron the other day. Three, four, five. From my chest. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine cards. I am not super interested in the variants. Uh, like the the biggest thing that they don't talk about is like the normal variants that you're you're now not going to have because they don't talk about those. Like, are are they taking the rest of the variants out of the collection track? Are they only going to be available in the shop now? That seems not great. And if, like, I, I just. And there's some variants I would like, but sure. most of the time I just want that card I don't have. I mean, right now there are two variants that if they showed up in my shop before this weekend that I would have spent gold to buy. Baby Nebula and Baby Venom. I'm I'm not spending gold on anything now. Like I just like I'm I'm not that I'm never going to again, but uh for right now I'm I'm gonna let it ride and kind of use that as my my way of voicing my discontent with this because before this change went into effect, I was able to farm enough collector's tokens a month to buy two to five cards. Not spending any money, not doing anything else, just playing the game to get two pool five cards a month. I wasn't mad about that. Like, that felt fine. This month, I could get all three new cards. Just totally fine with that. I'm missing Tribunal, Staggering, Snow Guard, Jeff, and Howard. Jeff is the only one I wanted. Yeah. And he pops up enough that I could buy him. Right. But so I'm missing five cards total. I, right. I, I basically don't see how this helps or hurts me because hopefully the new cards, shouldn't the new cards be one of the ones of the four? Yes. The new card that week will be one of the four. Okay. And then, and then if you don't have the other 
cards, then uh, you will you'll get variants in their place of those cards. Now the problem is if you own those cards, it doesn't make your chances of getting the new card any better because the variant immediately takes its place. So even if you own all those cards, you still have a one in four shot and then a one in three and then a one in two and then it's guaranteed. That's like, that's my biggest problem with it. You're, you're they right. need to make credit acquisition a lot so more lucrative. That's the other thing that I mathed out in this whole, like when I did the math breakdown. If you play all, it, no refreshes, this is just what the game gives you for free. If you play all six missions a day and you complete your 25 on the, on the uh, mission tracker every week, you get 21,000 credits a month. That is not enough to buy all four chests for a single week. So people are going to have to start stockpiling stuff. Yeah, I've already started. I haven't opened a cache since they announced or a reserve or whatever the, because everybody's getting pissy about terminology. I have not opened a box on my collection track since this happened, since they- But if I leave the boxes unopened, it's just going to- They will convert at a one to 10 ratio uh, into the caches, the, the okay. spotlight thing. So I can go ahead and run up my collection track. I just don't open the boxes. Yeah. Yep. Which is what I, mean, I was waiting on, so. Yeah, because the other thing is like, we don't know yet, like at what number, like I'm sure you could probably figure out the math on, you know, what boxes it's gonna be and just leave those boxes. But dude, I'm not doing that kind of math for- Oh no, I'm not. 61. One off and then getting Right, right. I'll just wait. But like, man, this is, I am not a fan of this system. This. Uh, the other problem is, and I don't know why this is such a, a deal breaker for me, because it's the same kind of thing that irked me with Gearbox. If you tell me that you want to get a behavior out of the game, or you want to do something so that it's not this way, and then you release a system that is exactly the opposite of what you said you were trying to accomplish, like that just pisses me off irrationally probably but like that they said they wanted to get hoarding caches out of the game and not just like pre this but after this you're going to want to hoard your cache your spotlight caches for a week where the cards that you want are going to be in the cache you're not going to fucking open those up when it's not a week that you want so you're basically don't open the purple ones until you have until you, well until you have four of them and you only want to open them on a week that you know the cards that are going to be in there are what you want. So how do you know what's in there? They're going to tell you at the beginning of every season. But like one of them will be a different color and you'll know this is the box to save them. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, they're usually gold. Now they'll be the purpley yeah. color like they are in the uh, um, in, in season the pass. Okay. Yeah, but like, if you tell me that you don't like the fact that people are hoarding caches and reserves and whatever to to have a better chance of getting a card, 
why do you introduce a system that encourages that behavior that you just spent two months telling me that you don't like and you want to get out of the game? Like, are they hoarding caches more than a month, though? Because, I mean, this keeps... Streamer, you... the only people I see doing that is uh, streamers do. They get, like, 50, and then they make a YouTube short of them um, opening them all. I The guy at work that I play with is currently sitting on 100. And, I like, I don't think he's opened a, a reserve in... Is he collection complete? Is he pool three no. complete? I mean, no. what... what? That's just madness then. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's waiting. He's waiting because you got to at least complete pool 4 or pool 3. Every That's the, that's the slog. Yeah. Here's the oh, thing. No, cuz under the new system you'll get more fours and fives than you would have right now. Well, not even that, but every 40 boxes you are guaranteed a pool 4 card. In July, cards are dropping that he wants, and they're dropping his pool four. So he's waiting. Right, which is a perfectly viable strategy. Is it tasty? I haven't opened it yet. He's, no, he can't hear the sound of his chewing. That's, I don't it's think that's chewing. A... I was opening a plastic bag that has my licorice in it. You were just eating them without opening the bag? Opening the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be as funny as it is. But now you're just being spiteful. Yes. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. That that whole, tell me that this is what you want to get out of the game, but then uh, we're just going to lean into it. Here's the but, thing. I don't trust any company that makes games, and I just assume anything they make is them fucking around and trying to milk the most money as possible so i don't get mad about stupid shit that they do because i always assume they're going to do stupid shit if you assume they're going to do stupid shit you don't get as mad about it when they do stupid shit i don't get mad when they do stupid shit as much as i get mad when they do stupid shit that they told me they weren't going to do if you explicitly okay. say we're not going to do this we don't like this we want to get this out of the game and then two months later, you're like, ha ha, just kidding. Here's an entire system that revolves around that. Okay, I hear what you're saying. And what I think you need to do is temper your expectations for businesses to lie. It's an abusive relationship. It's like you keep showing up to the business's home and they keep saying, oh, we'll take you back. It's okay. We'll be better this time. And then they're doing meth like two hours later. Like, every yeah. Kind of feels that way, you're right. I, I don't, I don't. It's just the way the whole system is, and I don't think there's anybody that is not that way at some point in the life cycle of their games. So I, I don't, I don't think you're going to find a situation that meets what you wanted to meet. And it sucks, but that's just kind of the way everything is. I mean, it's kind of at the point where I, I... I have debated on installing the game. Yeah, but then you're just going to get another game that you love for six months, and then they're going to treat you like dog shit, and then you're going to be mad about that. No, I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, ah, eh, you know what, fuck it, I don't care. Okay. 
guess we'll just set a reminder for six months where whatever new game you picked up has fucked you over <laughs> and you are shocked Pikachu face. Oh. No, I said I was debating on installing. I didn't say I was going to, but it's there there is a level of frustration there. Like basic arithmetic and in the Twitter search, and you're like, oh wow, you lied. And the problem is just nobody everybody I, I guess Everybody's like, oh, yeah, they lied. Okay. What was it in uh, Future Fight that you did every week to collect cubes or to collect the jewels? The jewels? The crystals. Dimension missions? The... No. Was that it? Quad battle? No, it was that new th the, the new thing they introduced. You did it and you basically did it every every week and you got... Basically 30. What did you use them for? To buy uniforms and stuff. Oh, I the they crystal. That. To buy uniforms? You come on timeline battle? They introduced the whatever that is after I quit. It's like blue diamond looking crystals that you would collect. And a, and a uniform was 1250 of them. Mm -hmm. It was in there from the beginning of the game. Nope. Those are normal crystals, yeah. Okay. Okay. There was something you did. Oh, it was the cooperation, uh, the, um, I forget. Anyways, anyway, that, that seems to be what Snap needs to do is they need to move tokens to this thing where you can get them for purchase so they can sell their money. Because right now they have two currencies. They have gold and they have uh, tokens. Yeah, that's what Future Fight had. What's that? They had two currencies. They had gold and... No, this has, this has three. This has two premium currencies. It has credits, which is the currency to rank up all your cards. Sure. Which is to move you up the collection track. But then they have gold, which buys variants or uniforms, you know, if you will. And then they have tokens, which buys the hot new card, which yeah. you can only get. It's like one of these just needs to be cash. I mean, cash can buy all of those tokens. Yes, but... And then they introduce like daily specials where this one you purchase with gold. So you go back down here and you pay money for gold, which then you buy this and get tokens. And then you spend it's just like it's too many nice pathways to the same purchase. Previously, like in Future Fight, the uniforms mattered. Here, the variants don't change any part of the game. No. But you need variants because at some point you need cards to upgrade. Well, if you upgrade them all, you just get back to zero and you start it again. So, right. Honestly, so you don't need, you could stay 
variant free and still play the entire game the entire way through. Yeah, and still end well, up. That's not that's not really a choice though. Sure, it is. You will get variants anyways. You can't be oh, yeah. variant free. Oh yeah, you could just but, never upgrade them, and you could turn off the show variants. But yeah, you don't you don't have to use them. Like uniforms were required to be useful in future fight for a lot of different things. Like this one's yes. good for timeline. This is good for whatever. That's not required here. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to buy the Battle Pass every month, and then it's just a matter of whether any of the other ones are so amazingly good that I feel like I need them. I just... I, I, I could I could not buy any more variants in the store and be perfectly fine. Like, I had some gold left yeah. from... Um, there was one deal a couple weeks back that was actually a reasonable deal, and so I bought the one... I don't know. I bought the $30 one and then used that gold from there to buy the other one that had all the right. collector's tokens because yeah. they synergize that well and if they would just do that shit more often everybody would be happy yep but then they came out with the three times value bundle which i don't know where they're pulling those numbers from but it's bullshit and then yeah like, oh dude the community is so oh. fucking furious about that bundle like i i know you're you're part the of spider-man the, one the, uh, the dark dark hawk Oh, that was ridiculous. Value, like there, nobody could point me to any math that worked out to three x. Right. At all. But it was like, hey, maybe if you don't own this and you just buy enough, like collectors tokens on Tuesday, then technically this comes out ahead. Like there was no situation where that was three x. Yeah. It was and, laughable. That somebody approved putting that on there. And the other problem is. Like Darkhawk has been primed to drop to pool three for three months now, two months now. Yeah. This is, yeah, uh, this is technically the third month. It should have dropped in April. It didn't. Should have dropped in May. It didn't. Should have dropped this month. It didn't. So it just feels like they keep milking the card. Basically, I've spent money on the game, so I am far enough ahead that these changes don't directly affect me as much. As they don't people yeah they, like i i am not missing a single okay so i'm missing iron lad who i kind of want and jeff that i want but that's it i want jeff but it doesn't make it does yeah he, he there's doesn't a deck make, where it makes or breaks a deck right right it just He's, enhances some things like I, yeah. I just started the one that you posted and yeah i enjoy that one like it, I it's hilarious loaded up a gold conquest and just beat the first guy 3-0 yeah because nobody really knows what you're trying to do sometimes i didn't know what i was trying to do for the first <laughs> game and then i was like oh that does this and that does this and it was like more intuitive than a lot of the other decks right where it's like oh i've got like 10 options and all of them involve Hey, just blow something up. See what happens. Right, right. That's that's it. Just pick a way to blow them up. I especially, yeah. I. So a, a big thing that I like that I think gives that deck an advantage. It broadcasts. Depending on what you start playing, it broadcasts a couple of different things that it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I I noticed that in one of the games. Uh. 
my hand was nearly full from something and I ended up with, I had iron fist in hand. So I dropped iron fist as, as my first card, like turn three. Mm -hmm. And that adjusted what, what they did on their turn three. And it's like, Oh, you're going to be real disappointed. <laughs> right. I think the best thing I saw. So on, I, I didn't have Kingpin. But one of the lanes was like, uh, oh, it was the, you can't play your first card here. So I Iron Fist, and then I Shuried the middle location, kicking Shuri into the can't play your first card here lane. So now middle lane is primed for Shuri for me to dump Nimrod in. And the guy like super freaks out and stacks his right lane, thinking that I'm going to do like some goofy Galactus shit. And then, like, turn five, reinforce that because I dropped Nimrod there. And he's like, oh, yeah, he snaps right away because he's got, like, 30 fucking power stacked in the right lane. Like, he, like, Darkhawk, Mystique, like, all the shit. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So uh, I carnaged in the middle. Or no, I, I venomed in the middle and then carnaged on the right. And took the left in middle lane because he thought I was going to try and do Galactus. Or, you know, when you when you do the the weird movement shit first and people are like, he's playing a move deck. Okay, let's go. You drop Kingpin and they stack the Kingpin lane. And then it just leaves you, you know, your, your 14 days right, like power in the other lanes. That's enough. The Kingpin and the Iron Fist are all just to blow up my own shit. Yep. If it does it to you, it's a bonus, but like, right. it's entirely <laughs> unnecessary, which is yeah. the best. Like, oh no, I don't need to interact with your deck. I will just sit over here, and if you put something there wrong, yeah, sure, I'll blow it up. Or like, um, there was something else where they were putting, <clears throat> like I dropped Negasonic. And it's like, if you put something there, I'll blow it up. If not, I'll go blow my stuff up later. But right. either way, I don't care. I've got three more ways to blow things up. Right. Yeah, it's it's such a stupid deck. And people are just utterly baffled by it. I love it. I mean, that's the best is because they there's no projecting. Like, I had one game where it was like... Um, I dropped, I had like Shuri and then I think everything was reduced by one or something. The one location popped up, but um, yeah. so turn five, I dropped that and um, no, no, I dropped Nimrod. And then on turn five, I dropped Venom on the Nimrod lane and then Carnage on another lane. So it blew up and then it blew up again. Yep. And it was like, it doesn't matter what you had. Like, yep. I just had like, it was like 60 power in one lane and like 70 power in another lane. And he had like 80 or 60 power or something stupid because it was the play one and get all four. Oh, yeah. Lane. And it yeah. was like, okay, cool. You've got that lane. I've got the other two locked down. I don't think you have anything left that could possibly gain you 50 power on turn six. So, yeah. La di da, but like when he had the super build up uh, middle lane, it was like, okay, well he snapped. That was dumb. 
Yep. Yep. I I I built it purely because I just wanted to see Kingpin blow up Nimrod. That's it. That's the only reason. I've also seen multiple times where yeah, because you can play Iron Fist and Nimrod turn six. Yep. Sure so can. That's why it's amazing. Um yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very much like just that they can't plan for it is what I enjoy the most because I really enjoy decks where it's like, let's just screw over the opponent's strategy. It reminds me of, uh, oh man, there was this time Jeff and I went to this multiplayer uh, magic thing. Oh God. <laughs> and those stoners, those stoners made it clear. I was, uh, I, I was, I was not to be trusted. <laughs> Right. <laughs> After the first so, time. Fucking house what rules. You, what did you play the first time? Slivers. Right. You I, played Slivers, and I played a white deck that I don't think could have killed anyone, but you were not going to kill me. Uh, No, I think I was the only one who could kill you. Yes, you. You could kill me with the Slivers, but no one else could. Because Jeff took it as a personal approach of, well, I want to, you know, I want to be able to make sure that I'm just able to plow through the table. And I was like, yeah, I just don't want to die. Yeah. They, well, they told us in advance what their house rules were. Yeah. You could only attack the people to your immediate left or right. Right. And you could also only cast spells targeting the people to your immediate left or right. Okay. Yep. Okay. So there was nobody to stop me from setting up my my fucking combo that resulted in dropping free creatures so yeah. where was chad he was i was across the, i was across the table oh you were like, the only one that could stop him no 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 one could kill me it just came down to jeff and i oh okay like five hours and nobody could kill me and the whole time jeff is just over there amassing the most ridiculous sliver army in the world Nine nine flyers with first strike and trample. It was fucking silly. Yeah. So were you still killing people then? Me? No. no. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. no. And so what happened? And this was this was both my greatest and most sh shameful uh, adventure. Uh, I built myself up and then turn by turn, I only attacked people once. <laughs> Because once is all it took. Yep. Okay. How and many people were at the table start? Ten? Something like oh, that, okay. yeah. So it was huge, huge. It wasn't like a pot of food. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no. By the, by the okay. time I was halfway around the table, the whole table was pissed. Yeah, because you just built a juggernaut and then slowly worked your way in a circle. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't give anybody two turns to go after you because... As soon as they popped up as an option, they were dead the next turn. Makes sense. Pretty much. Yeah. And for and some reason, nobody played Wrath of God. Not once. Would Wrath of God affect the whole table still? Yes, because it didn't target. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they didn't override what cards did. They just made poor plays. Who wouldn't play Wrath of God in a multiplayer match like that? Right? These people. They, they said... People. 
after it was probably like locally they were like oh we're we don't like playing that it's shitty or something stupid and no, so, no 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 yeah. they they were just all about having fun but they didn't tell us that when they invited us right but that's what i'm saying like it wasn't a rule but it was one of those like oh we just don't do that it's not as fun right like my white deck had exactly one creature that had power I had a single Sarah Angel. Well, all right. Everything else was walls and fucking bullshit. And circles of protection and swords to plowshares and healing cards. And like, I, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to die. But if they had told us up front, bring fun decks, we would have brought just like ridiculous like not oh. it's something that would be like a nine card combo that you're never going to get in a regular game but you might in a multiplayer game oh dude if it would have been like hey bring a fun deck i would have built that i would have brought that uh stupid trash deck that we built uh the the black like kumbaj witches and like Ew, all yeah. the terrible that one was so gross but it's fun it was, it was so gross but it was so fun and it actually could win <clears throat> but yeah it was like that was a fun deck yeah they they didn't they didn't properly warn us of of what they were expecting yeah i think some of that's on them um yeah i mean if you got to build a deck you got to bring it ahead of time did they tell you the house rules ahead of time yeah okay yeah, so then they should have told you hey what kind of decks we play here xyz like yeah right. their house rules told me that i would probably be safe to play uh i mean that the deck i played is the deck I, that he did build. I i didn't even have to do anything spe I, I i was actually able to make it more complicated because it was multiplayer but the that was the deck that i uh i played chad when we met yep yes it was uh alluring enduring renewal a cycle there we go yeah it that was the three card combo uh it made all of my slivers free except for the queen uh and whenever i played a creature i could or it made all of all creatures with a converted mana cost of three or less free and then uh whenever i played a card i could draw a card i no longer had a draw phase <laughs> you guys met like around the same time i started playing magic like tempest block ish yeah yeah okay uh we met right before tempest block okay because i started but playing we... um like i remember seeing you all at the game released for Exodus? No. What's the middle one? That was Mirage? Yeah. Stronghold. Stronghold. Yeah. Tampa Stronghold Exodus. Yeah. But I was I remember being at the Stronghold pre-release and seeing everybody there. So that must have just been yep. like right after you guys met. Yeah. I think I knew Jeff before that, right? Uh yeah. We had because met. you were friends with Brian. Yeah. We had interacted at least once or twice before then. Big brother come home from college and well, I wasn't even in college then. I don't think I well, no, I would have been because Brian was in high school. Aren't you? I had to be in college. 
Yeah, I, I, I would assume that you would have been close to graduating. When did you I graduated in 93. Yeah, you were graduated. Yeah, you were already this out. This would have been 97. Yeah. No. Maybe okay. sneaking into 98? No, 97. No, it was 97. Because I didn't start, like, I don't want to say seriously it's playing Magic, but, like, competitively playing at, like, you know, even local events or anything until 97. Okay. I had already quit playing Magic. <laughs> I started with Visions, and Weatherlight was, like, a month from coming out type of thing. Gotcha. And then... Tempest was the first block that I actually went to tournaments. Still gotcha. was good because I was a child, but you know, parents yeah. dropped us off to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had, like I was playing with my cousin and his friends and a couple other people before that, like at school and shit. But like. You know, my my place to get cards was culture downtown. So, yeah, I would I would go to my cousins on like Friday night, and we'd spend like all night playing, and then we. Oh, you went to Ariops to buy cards. I did. Or were they pre-releases back then, or just opening weekend? It was just opening weekend. Okay. I think the last set I played was Mirage, which yeah. was probably. A year or two before you guys started playing. No, I well, I played. Play. Yeah, I my first pack of cards I bought was revised. Oh, okay. Fallen Empires. With this is funny because I got the fourth edition um, starter box, like gift set, learn to play, whatever mm -hmm. from the Meyer and Mansfield. Wow. Yeah, I uh I remember the uproar of them selling them at the stores. Because the card to, shops were all mad about it. I went to Culture yeah. and bought uh two starters of revised, two packs of revised, and what was it? Legends or Antiquities or something? Like, I don't think the stores ever had, like, that type of stuff. Like, the stuff the stores had was, um, what was the, like, Legends reprint set? The white-bordered... Chronicles. Chronicles. No, yeah. the non-tournament legal stuff? No, yeah. they were... Well, no, they, they were... were the, tournament legal. Yeah. They were just... It was, it was the, just a reprint. It was, it was yeah. like a base set, but for other, like, these specific sets. Yeah, Chronicles technically came out before 4th edition. Uh, it was a reprint of uh, Arabian Nights, Antiquities, and Legends. But not everything, just select cards. Right. It's crazy because... Because I remember that was like Nicol Bolas and stuff, because those were fun when you were yeah. not good at the game, because... Back before there was just like turn two death combos, you could actually play some of that stuff on occasion. Yeah, uh, my my go to deck when I first started playing was just a, a big blue flyer, and then I ran into some kid at Culture who was playing this crazy Lord of the Pit 
fucking shenanigans deck and I like I never had it I never stood a chance at all like everything I did he had a way to just undo and that's when I realized yeah I love uh I love black I enjoyed the blue black discard decks but they just were never consistent enough uh, there was that brief time where it was Megram and Millstone yep. and Holly Mine and there was another one that some kind Anvil of Bow Garden. Yeah, but there was also the there was a pit in there. It was like uh, everybody discards a card once per turn. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tempest Block was the last time that I really had fun with that. That was uh that was when I I don't want to say made a name for myself because that's that's overstating things, but I won multiple tournaments in the uh, Mirage Tempest block uh, with Anvil of Bow Garden, Megram, Creatureless Black. It was just all the ways to kill cards, uh, Drain Life, Anvil of Bow Garden, Megram, and the whole point was just to lock it up so that you know, your your opponent was just discarding themselves to death every turn. Right. And just couldn't touch you. And then, like, the cycle after that, fucking Tolarian Academy and that bullshit showed up, and then it was like, oh, everybody's trying to win turn two. Yep. It's not okay. being fun. Turn yeah, two? I hated... You lost if you were playing until turn two. Oh, yeah, no, they died on... Like, you die on turn two. Like, somebody yeah. got it off turn one occasionally, but, like... Yeah, it was like you're dead yeah. on turn two. Tim was pretty consistently getting it off turn one. Yeah. I will give him I will give him that. What he was doing was getting forget. it off turn one. I will never forget that first major tournament that they had across the street at the Holiday Inn. And the yeah. finals came down to Tim and uh Graham. And Graham fucking spiked his deck because Tim roasted him. No, I was there for that one. I was there for that one. Like, as well. I remember standing around just watching turn one, turn one, like because yeah. when it got to the you know top eight or top four, whatever they started with, like it was just oh yep it worked oh yep it worked, and yep. there was just nothing. There was no interaction. There was nothing you can do. Yeah. So this even if there was I... something to do, like nobody had prepared for that in their deck before the tournament, so. Right. What the fuck you got a sideboard in? You didn't prepare anything in your sideboard for that specifically. To this day, I don't know how that combo made it. Like now, that combo is not that big of a deal. But like back then, that was like there there was nothing that compared to that in the environment. Yeah. How they what combo? It's Talarian Academy and a bunch of fucking artifacts, and you essentially just drew your opponent to death. Yeah. It was just build, 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 cool, draw 62 cards. Oh, you yeah. can't, you're dead. Yeah. There was a card, it was a blue, I, I think it was like a blue and X, and both people draw X amount of cards. It, it, Ray, it all it would also set itself up with infinite turns, right? It was fucking stupid. You you would set yourself up with infinite turns to generate 
infinite mana and that was when they would deck themselves yeah okay because that was when the tournament rules uh, actually had a process for establishing that uh, a loop was determined as infinite. Yep. You had to be able to demonstrate that you could do it X amount of times in a row, right? Yes. Uh, I, 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 I think it was, uh, I, I can't remember. I, I seem to recall there being something in there about like getting a judge. Yep. Well, anyway, yep. I, you had I, to I get a judge. It was dumb. I don't know if anybody was looking at any of the stuff, but you see they put out a Lord of the Rings like set for magic. I did. There is a serialized one of one version of the one ring. Yep. It's got a $2 million bounty right now. Yeah. So dumb. Well, and the, I mean, the rest of the yes, rings no. are, are... The rest of the rings are nowhere near that, but there there's still a price on them as well. Yeah. There's like three different versions of them, but... Yeah. Um, right now, they're really expensive, but they're gonna probably start coming down because there's a bunch more sets coming out that are gonna include the ring in it as it, like it's not even a good card um i i, I don't know the, there's so many cards i don't remember now anymore like i enjoy playing commander and even then it's like i'll just do the pre-con right um, the, one of the guys at work is a competitive commander player yeah i'm not even competitive like they're still like if you're playing commander, I want to like a 20 turn just fuck around with big creatures game. Which right. Which is why like precon versus precon works, but like I don't need somebody winning turn three with some infinite loop bullshit in commander. Like that's not fun. Yeah. Like I want to say he's got close to six grand wrapped up in his tournament commander deck now. Oh, I don't doubt it. Cause like there's not really like some stuff's still restricted, but it's not really like limited to any number of sets right i mean you can only have one card per card in your deck right so now, is he know. gonna go and try and get the elvish soul rings to replace his soul ring no those things are gonna be outrageous too no his uh his soul rings are beta okay uh because they were my soul rings. And I'm like, I don't know if that, I don't know if the new soul rings would be, I mean, they'd have to be a bigger get than beta soul rings. I mean, it's a preference thing, but like as right. far as exclusivity. Well, he's, his goal is to, if any card in his deck, uh, he, he wants to have the first printing of it. Oh, okay. Since you can't use alpha because they're technically marked cards, was I thought beta were the ones that were no. really cut. Alpha had the extra round corners. Oh, okay. Beta made them standard like other playing cards. 
for some yep. reason I thought alpha was fine then beta was weird and then they were like oh we got to go back to alpha but nope okay yeah yeah he just finished uh his his set of dual lands it is okay. it is hilarious to me how much dual lands are now oh yeah they're ridiculous he spent like five hundred dollars on an underground sea uh that was probably a reasonable deal yeah because they're seven eight hundred possibly more depending on what you're looking at but right but like five hundred dollars for a land yeah. now granted dual lands have always been good i'm not debating that yeah it's one of those things where like you're not really gonna like there's no there's nothing that's gonna tank that value right that dual land anywhere near enough to make it a problem like the only time you would lose money is if you had to sell it quick right uh bookman do you still have your boxes of magic cards uh i've got some yeah i think you got some lotus petals in there i maybe i don't know they're like 25 bucks a piece why ask i'm sure i've got something that's worth something i mean I, I i parted with the final i didn't even know i had box of magic cards um it was like a 600 count box and um i was a-okay with the value that he gave me for it nothing crazy or uh no that's that's why i was a-okay because it was really just like i had a bunch of like shit common uncommon uh in beta lands okay nothing like nothing that you're like wow that i remember when that was a good card no nothing like that well i take that back i had there was a single revised birds of paradise that was okay. like the, the one cool card. Everything else was just bullshit commons and uncommons. But it was all like beta, revised, ice age, um, some stuff like, I, I guess there were some rares. I had my uh, first mono black tournament deck in there um, that I had completely forgot that I kept uh but like even then those were the cheapest cards in the box right yeah i mean at this point the only thing there may be other stuff but like the only thing that i want that's like old is just like common uncommon alpha cards yeah because i can't afford any of the rares and i'm not going to pay that much for something i don't care that much about yeah uh trying to think like oh pump nights i had i had uh, a playset of uh black and white pump nights okay. twitter uh, twitter strike twitter strike pump nights sounds offensive okay i, I don't get it okay what's a, I, a twitter strike i I, I think he, are you 
Are you possibly are you to cancel Chad? No, Twitch strike, Twitch I, violation, whatever the fuck oh, it is. Oh, I, Twitch. Twitch. I, I, I think he meant Twitch terms of service. There oh. you go. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Nap time, Grandpa. I, I am asleep here. I think <laughs> I got it because I'm the next closest in age. I think that's how that works. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had a I had a play set of four of each of those. Uh, I guess maybe those are cool to some people. Um, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like they're kind of cool, but they're still not. They're not good anymore. Well, that type of stuff might still be 60, 70 bucks a pop if it's like beta, but I don't know. Right. No, mine mine were, uh, I think they might have been fourth edition. Oh, then, no, they, they might have been. Yeah, they were like. Each. Yeah, they were like three bucks each. But yeah, like yeah, once it was you get fourth edition, they're like even revised. It's kind of like eh. Yeah. Unless it's it, like rares. Right. Rares are like, you know, the the super cool. Uh, oh fuck! Uh, the the gin that was supposed to be blue, but he got printed as green. Ernum. Except for yes. Mm. Yes, that still uh, there's there's like a weird fetish of people that collect him. Uh, Wasn't Ernum Gent the green white deck? Ernum Geddon. No, no, I played that for a while. That's not the right gin. This guy was supposed to be blue. His casting cost is blue, but the card is green. Oh, was that the weird, like, summer magic bunch of fuck-ups? Yeah. Because that had the hurricane that was blue. Right. Yeah, like, there's just a whole bunch of shit that I they... I wonder if those were the two cards that got swapped. I believe it is. That's funny. Because everybody mentions the blue hurricane, but nobody really talks about the Yernum Jin. Uh, let me see. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the new set looks fun. Like, to get, I might get the commander decks once they're cheap because there's going to be like six different versions of bullshit. Um, but basically, once somebody pulls the one ring. I'm sorry. It was Yeah. I'm sorry. It wasn't a gin. It was an afrit. It is Serendib afrit. Okay. He's a blue and two colorless, flying. Does one damage to you during your upkeep. Three four. Uh, he got the green border, but his casting cost is blue. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know why. Like for some reason, people still give a fuck about that stupid card. I mean, it's history. It's oh, history. because it was a blue card and they made it a green later. I think because they had to change the art. The original art is like he's got a hook for one hand and shit. From Beta or Alpha. Oh, was it uh, where they had to censor it later on? Yeah, and then the, the Serendib Efreet, the green card, but still a blue card, blue cost, 
He looks like a green Dracula. Yeah. 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 The art took a dive. Well, I mean, I, mean, there I was didn't some openly racist art at the beginning there that like. Yeah. Well, the other one was from Arabian Nights, which had a lot of problems. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Arabian Nights was was uh, mildly offensive to a whole lot of people. People. Right. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of cards that are banned purely because of the artwork. Yeah. Like the one had the clan actively on the card. Yeah. 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 Is it Arabian Nights to one? Yeah. It has a... from the same artist that were, was the problem. Yeah. Right. The, it was um... the artist problem. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to let this happen. It was like, no, no, no. They just hired this one really racist artist that he did like four pieces that are they all were banned just... for hate symbols yeah, in the background. Off. Yeah. Arabian Nights had just some. Uh... Dijin to the two colorless, two black, five, five. Yeah. Yep. I always like that art. I never, I don't even remember if I've seen that. I remember when they redid it in a later set and it was a red card and it was like, what are you thinking? This doesn't work. I. Unless, unless you can drop a, uh, what was the one black and you get, you get three black. Uh, dark ritual. Dark ritual. Yeah. Unless you yeah. can drop, drop a dark ritual to get it. It's, it's. I mean, that was the whole point of my first mono black tournament deck. Um, it was first turn, swamp, dark ritual, hidden horror, four four, dis discard a creature card from your hand. Uh, second turn, swamp, raise, uh, not raise dead. Um, uh, shit, black and a color, shallow grave. Uh, and then I would pick that creature up because it was unaffected by summoning sickness. And I was trying, I would almost always discard either Mornfen or, uh, I can't remember his name. Mornfen was a 5 4 flyer, and the other legend was a 5 5 with trample. So, second turn, I was swinging for nine. Like, it doesn't really matter now. I mean, I guess it probably would, but like, I was always amazed at how many, for how long you were able to play, like, turn one dark ritual. Oh yeah, it just kept reprinting it, so it was yeah. standard legal for like the first ten years at least. Uh, I mean, I know that it was tournament. It it was tight to legal up into Urza's. I don't know if they took it away after Urza's or when they took well, it away. Well, they skipped printing it for a little bit, so it missed like a year here and there, but it always seemed to come back. And like now I think they just, I don't think they've... Yeah, it's it's it's, it's on the never be printed again list. Oh, it is? Well, yeah. they printed so many, there's no value in it, but... Well, not just that, but like, it's just, it's one of those cards... It, not that it's like power nine quality, but it is one of those like immense quality mana efficient cards. Right. And that's like one of the things that they've really like tried you to have work. to plan around it every time you make a card and that's just too right. much work. Right. Because everybody's always going to find an infinite combo. Right. You know, sometimes at the pre-release tournaments, like. Right. I mean, I know there's a combo <laughs> right now that uh essentially you end up exiling your deck 
that you can then play from your exiled cards. Okay. And like it's fucking insane. Uh the guy at work, like he has a modern deck that he when he's not playing commander, and that's what it is. And he's like, it's it's insane the amount of times that you're able to pull off this intricate combo on like turn three and just win. Yeah. I feel like there's almost more infinite combos than there were before. Oh, definitely. I don't know. I'm not ever trying to play anything serious, but someday I might go back to like a pre-release tournament just to play some sealed type of thing. But I wouldn't mind for pre. Yeah, like pre I wouldn't mind playing Commander, but not like. I would never want to try and build some sort of ridiculous like. Oh no, I don't want to build it. Like... Yeah, pre cons, all the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe like you know, if if Jeff still has the the boxes of trash, we just build <laughs> super trash commander decks. I mean, if you want boxes of trash, I've got magic cards. Like I've got a lot. They're just not good. But that's the whole point. Yeah, like, that would be fun to, like, not draft, but they did that, like, cube format for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check, because, like, there's some version of, like, basically, it's just a proxy, but it's the whole cube. Like, yep. you could buy a whole proxy cube and play it. Yep. So here, here's a funny thing. Uh, Ray, I don't think you'll remember either of these cards. You might remember the one. But I know Dylan and Jeff, you'll remember the one. Uh, Lion's Eye Diamond from Mirage. Yeah. It was like a super bad card. Yeah, it's like 500 bucks now or something stupid, isn't it? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and it's like required for most super competitive uh, commander decks. And then Gilded Drake. What did what did that even do? Lion's Eye Diamond? Like you had to like discard shit and all for some colorless fucking mana. Yeah, invoke prejudice. Jesus, that card. <laughs> I mean God. it's literally sounding like it's gonna be a racist card when you start. So Lion's Eye Diamond. Okay. Discard your hand, add three mana of any one color yeah. to your mana pool, play this ability. As a, As a mana source. Yeah. Would it be considered an instant now or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's zero to come into play. It's artifact, so you can do it right then. Yeah. But you discarded your hand. What are you spending the mana on? Right. And then Gilded Drake from Urza. abilities on cards. Gilded Drake. One blue, one colorless. Flying. When Gilded Drake enters the battlefield, exchange control of Gilded Drake and up to one target creature and opponent controls. Okay. If you don't make an exchange, sacrifice Gilded Drake. Okay. It's a it's a three three flyer. Like it is it's like three hundred dollars right now. What what was that from Mirage or something else? No, it's from Urza's. Oh, okay. But like People go stupid for that card now because of Commander. 
Just to fuck up somebody's combo, because that's the one yep. card. Yep. Does it go to your graveyard if you've taken it, or does it go back to the original? Yeah, no, it goes to it goes to your graveyard. It died oh, nice. in your control. So yeah. Yeah, that's just to counter whatever their strategy is. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But like my buddy was like, hey, you think you got any Gilded Drakes? And I was like, dude, if I pulled Gilded Drakes back in the day, I probably shredded them and threw them away. And he was like, why? And I was like, because it was a trash card. Nobody liked it. And he's was like, oh, rare? yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a rare. It was super bad. I remember Boyer tried forever to build a deck where he could gilded drake his opponent's cards as he would how much of it requires your opponent to have something stealable that you care about like right i get it in commander because they're trying to get like you know usually whatever they put out is right. very much like well this is the card i need for the combo because you're not playing anything that's not part of whatever your next combo is right Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's a thing. Uh, and he's like, man, I can't believe anybody would throw that away. And I was like, oh, dude, you would be super mad if, because he was showing me prices of cards. I'm like, if, if I told you all the cards that people just fucking trashed, shredded. Part of the reason why they are so valuable, because so many people did that too. Right, like... But there's people that probably just tossed out their magic collection and all that type of crap was in there because they sold all the stuff that was valuable and yeah it was a bulk rare what do you do right like i've i have thought that i have sold my like the rest of my magic cards like four times yeah. and every, every time i end up coming across some box that got shoved in another box one of the times i moved and it's like oh i have more cards i'll see what i can do to get rid of these Now, yeah. my the guy at work is like, dude, any any boxes of magic cards you find, use brain to work, and and we'll work it out. I'm like, oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, because you're guaranteed to have stuff that's twenty years old plus. Like that's right. all you have. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, when did you stop playing? And I'm like, uh, I think I bought some cards in Mirrodin. Right, that was the one after Urza's block. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty and masks? Or was that later? Uh I don't know. I Kitty I know mask might have been I don't know. Stuff's real weird. Like cause there was the Tempest block and then there was Urza's Versus. block and then what was right after that? Yeah. Uh I started I, I played a little bit uh during Mirrodin because uh, I was getting together with uh, Flip and oh god I can't remember the guy's name that used to own comic adventures back in the day uh, and we would we were getting together to role play and yeah because that was oh around god time. was that the guy that changed his name to freaking Kent I think so yeah oh god. He wanted me to do comics with him. Yeah, he was running this with us. 
he was doing this weird superhero role-playing system. I don't even remember what I think. Oh was, yeah. He tried to get me to play that. It was, it was DC. And yeah. I said, Oh, I wanted to play green lantern. And he goes, well then wh what are you afraid of? And I'm like, um, afraid of the heights. And he goes, okay, you have to become not afraid of heights in order to use the ring because the Green Lantern has to be a master of his feet. I'm like, I'm role-playing, dude. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he had a bunch of, like, Golden Age comics. Yep. That he traced and filled in the word bubbles with his own dialogue. Yep. And, like, changed the outfits on Superman a little bit. And he wanted me to redraw all these. Yep. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, dude was super. No, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. Because that would have been right around the time that I was playing Doom Town with all of you and some L5R, so I wasn't playing yeah. Magic yeah. for those few years. Like yeah, I played some in college because we had like a group that like we'd buy a box and then just do a draft. Or right. we'd go to the pre-releases. Um, you know, three times a year type of thing. Yeah, I essentially stopped playing Magic to play L5R and Doomtown. Yeah. And then after Doomtown died the first time, we played L5R on and off. And then I didn't play any card games for a little bit. And just played some role-playing stuff with people. And then we all started hanging out again. Yep. Then we played some Mage Knight. Yep. Yeah. Another game in which Andy picked the worst faction and just was convinced it could be good. God love him. Yeah. He always had. Yeah, you know, the number of times I killed Vlad the Impaler with, with a freaking blade golem, <laughs> he would just be so pissed. Oh, and he spent so much money on. Oh God, yeah, on, on like the rare, like painted ones and shit. Yes, yeah. the uh, the, I mean the. The prize that Ray is referring to is the one we put in his pocket. Yeah. The I remember he had Vlad in the flying V with his cheerleaders. God, he was always so excited to have the flying V with Vlad's cheerleaders. So his fucking flying he just V. Got backstabbed every time. Yeah. It was like cool, I'll move around the flying V and just kill you. Oh cool. I'll I'll like ten point figures. I'll freaking magically levitate this blade golem into Vlad and then kill him. I'll so I don't I don't think it was a Kotai because Kotai's I don't think were a thing yet. It was the no, it was the uh it was a Saturday during the day tournament at Comic Adventures. Jeff couldn't make it because Jeff had to work at Star. And it was so it was me and Boyer and I think Evan was there. And they decided, or not decided, they 
announced the tiebreaker rules for the event. And I have never in my life seen anyone, including myself, as bitter as Boyer was when they announced that honor gained was a tiebreaker. Was he playing Scorpion? He was playing this weird Shadowlands corrupted Scorpion okay. thing. And like, <laughs> it was a really good deck. But the problem was... Sure their ties. Was that just number of provinces left at time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of the, the problems that his deck had was Phoenix. And that was like after the corrupt Phoenix era, and it was this weird, honorable spell casting military Phoenix. It was bizarre, but it was oh, doing it. It was really weird. And like that was one of the few like meta decks that just gave Boyer fits. And when they were like, oh yeah, honor gained. And he's like, well, but the whole point of my deck is to cause my opponent to lose on. So like they may be at five honor, but that's because I've made them lose 40 over the course of the game. And they were like, that's the rules, man. Was that like a house rule type thing? Like for the no, that was, or... that was the official from at the time Wizards. They wanted you to play the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. You were Was there was that during some kind of specific storyline? Uh, it was the Hidden Emperor storyline. Okay. I mean, I could see if it was during a certain, like, flavor of storyline, if that was the thing that they did, but... I mean, so you had Boyer, who was playing the weird scorpion thing mad. You had another dude who was playing uh, Dragon, because that was during the Corrupted Dragon movement, where so many people, including myself, were trying to corrupt uh, Hitomi. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, like, surprise, Honor Gained is one of our tiebreakers for this tournament. Because the fucking dragon at the time, like, they had so many people without personal honor, and, like, it was just, it was a, it was a dark time for the dragon. But it was the best time. She had tattoos, and my boy Kakujin and yeah I was never good at L5R but I always enjoyed Mantis and Crab decks so at that tournament I played uh, what ended up being called meth before meth was a thing because meth really became a thing uh, when they introduced the senseis and you could use the one sensei to just go get the void ring uh-huh. Uh I was playing it before the sensei came out, and it was just like you just dumped your your fate hand and just shit out cards and attacked. Like you were pitching cards to gain force on your cards, not for the actual abilities the cards had. Except the void ring. Like you wanted the void ring. That was it. Everything else was incidental. Yep. If you got to use it for its text, cool. Don't care. So everything in your fate deck was for focus? No. 
No, not even for focus. Like there was uh Bayushi Aramasu, who was a Mantis card, uh, the son of Aramaro, who could pitch so cards. so you pitch one card, you get static this much force. Yeah, and then there okay. was another uh tactician worked for the focus, right? Right. And then there was Yoritomo Muramasu or something. He was a 3-3 for two, but you had to discard cards to bring him into play. It was all about just these stupid, cheap cards that... Dynasty cards that were powered by pitching fate, but not tactician. And you just, like... You just overwhelmed your opponent fast. Like there, it was not uncommon, even when I was playing the deck without the sensei, uh, for me to take a turn two province. God, I missed that game. I'm so mad that they fucking sold it off and that lame ass company ruined it. What? It seems like those those story driven fantasy flight. Did they get it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They got it and ruined it. What are you gonna say, Ray? It seems like those story driven card games like L Five R and Doomtown, they just have a a lifespan, a, a measurable lifespan at least for a fan group maybe you're leaving when someone else is coming in but it isn't consistent like magic has been around since i saw the first packs of magic cards in the comic book store that i frequented in pittsburgh in 92. right i didn't buy it because i'm like because the guy described it as uh, cross between collectible baseball cards and poker. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Pass. Yeah. But like, uh, I, I think part of the problem with, with those games is you're going, you, you're right. You're going to get locked into, this is your audience. Your audience isn't going to grow. And for a while, we didn't really have a viable way for those games to be a sustainable income model for a company. But now, uh, Pinebox is doing, I, I like, they're not getting rich. Don't get me wrong. But the game pays for itself, and they get to make a little bit of money. Like, not the, you know, they're not getting wealthy off of it, but... They can make money, but they're doing it all through Patreon and Kickstarter. Yeah. They're getting the money up. They're getting the money up front. Yeah. Right. It's a limited amount of money, but you're getting it all up front and you're not taking on as much of a risk printing over a bunch of stuff, hoping it sells. Right. Which was part of the other problems. Like it was a bad set, like pallets of that shit was just sitting around. Yeah. Now it's almost like you can just print the initial Kickstarter amount on demand, and then see what happens from there. Right. But, um, yeah, the 
like I went to Origins last weekend and a good portion of the stuff there was stuff that was on Kickstarter at the time or had been a Kickstarter funded thing. Like that seems to be the most common because there were not like the big, um, the big companies weren't having huge booths and stuff like I said, the Cool Stuff Inc. still had the, you know, buy, sell magic table, but they didn't right. have their big section of just like, here's all the games. Right. And um, the other one that always had a bunch of cheap games that were just pallets and pallets of cheap games, I guess one of those guys died. So yep, they are not able to keep up with going to as many things. Yeah, I mean... I think, you know, like we said that we were going to move into, you know, uh, focus on more of a boutique kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, at first it seemed like we were going to be kind of bucking the trend, so to speak. But that does seem like the model that more and more companies are moving to. Well, because you can't compete with the monsters that are magic and Pokemon and I don't know. Is Yu-Gi-Oh still around? It is. Yeah, I don't. Doing. I don't know how it's doing, but um, I mean, it's it's like probably number three after Magic and Pokemon. Like, it still has a tournament scene. I was never into Yu-Gi-Oh, but I mean, when you go to some of the sites, it's still got third most coverage in articles, things like that. So yeah. Well, I mean, as, I what's available it's magic then pokemon and then a little farther down it's Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's still a clear number three yeah so yeah unless you want to compete with those monsters which is why we well which is where oh cluck came from because that card game that we were working on based on uh our D game world we cannot produce enough cards to have a set come out twice a year, let alone three or four times a year in order to feed the fan base. Right. They get tired of playing the same shit. They want new cards. And we, A, we'd have to go into debt severely just to start that endeavor. Right. I always Which like is why that. so many have gone to Kickstarter and such. When I see those people that are like, I want to do a new collectible card game with packs and things. And it's like, as soon as they say that, I'm like, uh, tell me you don't know how to run a business. Right. Without telling me you don't know how to run a business because that's just not viable. Like the ones it's viable for are the ones that have been doing it. And outside of the three we just mentioned, I don't know anybody else that should be running a collectible card game at this point. Right. Like you can run it's stuff just as here we'll sell you a new set do it do edition. it digitally there there's a dragon ball game that seems to be doing well um okay is it yeah. related to the original one or uh i don't know enough about it okay yeah um there's a there's there is a star wars game i don't know like is that I the one with the dice I don't know if it's collectible or if it's expandable or whatever the term that isn't going to get us sued by that one company that ruins things. Yeah. Um, what? Fuck, but, fuck Fantasy Flight. I'll say it. 
Well, weren't they, weren't they a living card game or was that different? That is a that is a fantasy flight copyrighted term, sir. Okay. I and didn't say I was using it. Somebody else owns, or I think the one that you can use and get away with is expandable. Yes. Because that that is generic enough that you can't get, um, like, uh, trademark. Or, uh, like, you can't get that kind of protection on it. Right. Sure. But, yeah, like... You should definitely do expansions, but I feel like the expansions should be like what we do and what a bunch of people do. Here's your box. It has all the new cards. Yep. Yeah, you know, like you can run Deadlands what or was when or Doomtown was when we got back into it. Yeah. You buy this box or you buy two of them to get, you know, the four copies of each card or Right. That's yeah. what they're still doing. And yeah. I think that's the best model for what's going on right now because if you want to get caught up or you take a year off like look i can buy four packages or i can buy a bunch of bunch of boxes and hope i get the cards i want or right. only buy the cards i need and then i don't have the other ones but if it's like cool all the cards come in this all right right like it's a much more attractive model for the customer because a lot of people that want to play these games now are not the type of people that have a lot of free time. Right. Because you, you don't have, have a lot free of free time, time or you have money and you don't have both. Right. And, you know, it's one of those things where if, if you are expecting someone to look at a collectible, it's really hard now because we've had, you know, the, the 80s and 90s were pretty rough on the collectibles market because everybody yeah. thought they were printing money. And then, you know, magic kind of got a good system going there. And, you know, it took them. Oh man, it, it wasn't until 2010 that magic kind of realized, you know, we we've now been doing this for almost 20 years and some people have started to look at our product as an investment we need to treat it as such and then they're right back to not treat it like that or trying to not treat it like that like right selling 30th anniversary edition proxy cards basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh well this has been a i think delightful stroll down memory lane I think yeah, this has been a, a very fun podcast, if I do say so myself. Kind of a stroll down memory lane here. Yeah. I think the problem with uh, the our games like Doomtown, where you're uh, buying a box and you get all, is having enough people to play with once you buy that box. Yeah, not yeah. having to drive a hundred miles to the next town where the guy has a box to play with. Yeah, like Jesus, Dylan and I drove two hours to a tournament, and it was one of the biggest tournaments in our area, and there was like twenty people there. Um, yeah, was that Toledo for yeah. Town, You're saying yeah. Yep. No, we went. I went to that. Yeah, yeah, we all went yeah. to that. That's where the guy had the uh, the bounty deck with all the clubs. Yeah, with the uh, with the law dog that can make people wanted. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
That's also where we got to meet that lady I don't like. True. True. It's uh it's where I I've made so many random enemies out of random people. Yeah. Oh fuck. Where... Like I'm not even gonna say her name, but I mean fuck that bitch. Uh, anyways, I don't even remember. You can tell me off air. I, don't I will. I don't remember it either. Uh, I remember. I kind of remember her husband. See, well, it's, it's not a good it, We'll just stop there. We'll just stop there. Fucking slow play bullshit. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember the circumstances on why why Jeff is bitter. I just don't remember. I mean, I still beat her. It was just bullshit yeah. that she was slow playing, and I had to have a I had to have a fucking judge stand by the table. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was when we all realized, hey, there's something to this abominations in town square thing. That was where I learned the uh, run your dumbass across the road trick from Carter. <laughs> And park in their house. Yes. You could move your dumb ass before anybody takes an action and make them safe. Fucking close. Uh, yeah, so <gasps> there you go, everybody. Uh, uh, some of those card games you never played and have no idea what we're talking about. Or maybe you're looking into now because you've heard us talk about them with such passion. Yeah. Hey, uh, there was that one. I know you want to. You want to go. Oh my god! That... You guys are fucking killing me. No. Uh, the the fucking pirate game. Seven C. No, not Seven C. Before Seven C. Uh, it, I only say pirates because that was the second, or I guess the first expansion to it. You're talking like, about the Sands something? No, it was like... Legend of uh, the Burning Sands was self by our stuff. Guardians oh, okay. or something like that? What was, was, is it called Guardians or something? Like The Keith Parkinson thing? With the beer and the gold and... Oh, man, we had... bribes. The one that we yeah. The one that we've just bought box after box of it because it was we would just proxy over it? Yes, because we both worked at the same place and we got boxes for like $5. And it was cheaper to proxy with those than magic cards. Right. But one of us did the math. Yeah. Oh, this has got to be something like absurd then. So it wasn't a game you actually played. It was just a game you bought to. Yeah. It was, oh, no. It was we Guardians. It. it was not good. It was Guardians. Okay. Like. If you could that had get, some great art, though. Yes, it, it did. did. It had great art, and if you could get your hands on the second set, it actually made the game good. But not good enough that you were like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to invest all my money to get this second set. When, like, the first set was five bucks a box, the second set was, like, $50 a box. Yeah, yeah that, that's like, the one that uh, Keith Parkinson did a ton of the art. Yeah. Yeah. The amount that's of one where you can bribe, bribe certain characters with, with babes or money or <laughs> mm -hmm. beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. The amount of things that they had to just like, we're going to just order pallets and pallets of this because we think it'll be good. Like, instead of like a slow print on demand type of thing was absurd. Like, because right. when those games failed, like that shit stuck around at cons for a decade being just awesome. like so cheap. You're like, man, I wonder if this is any good. It's only like six bucks. I mean, I saw on eBay the other day, someone was selling full cases of Dark Ages, a full case of booster packs for $9.99 plus actual shipping charges. So like a six box case or whatever it was, or? 12. 12 box case, okay. <laughs> yeah, everything used to be 12 back in the day and then I went to six. Yeah. What's Dark Ages? Uh, Brom. Remember the artist Brom? Oh. It was like he is the only artist for that game. It it looks it, like it looked fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that logo. Yeah. It had that beautiful post-apocalyptic Mad Max looked, setting. He, yeah. It, yeah, it, uh, it, he really leaped off the uh um what was that Dark Sun? D&D yeah. campaign setting? Yep. It just was so bad. Yeah. I Words cannot express how bad that game was. Very true. You know what words can express, though? Uh, this has been Redemption! Two Fools rushing in. Uh, and the four of us have been your two fools for the evening. So, yeah, be excellent That's to each other.